APU. American Public University is proud to present Online Teaching Lounge. This is episode number 49, Taking Care of Yourself as an Online Educator. This podcast is for educators, academics, and parents who know that online teaching can be challenging, but it can also be rewarding, engaging, and fun. Welcome to the Online Teaching Lounge. I'm your host, Dr. Bethany Hansen, and I'll be your guide for online teaching tips, topics, and strategies. Walk with me into the Online Teaching Lounge. Hello there. Welcome to the podcast today. This is Bethany Hansen. I've been an online educator since 2010. Wow, can't believe it's been that long already. And when I started out as an online educator, I was also a full-time public school music teacher. So I was a part-time online educator, and then I became part-time at a second institution. And later, that became a full-time role, and I was part-time at my public school. Then I became a faculty director where I manage other faculty who teach online, and I left my public school teaching career for the long haul. Now, my experiences teaching online were a little bit disorganized at first because I was a part-time faculty member juggling a lot of other things. If you listen to this podcast very regularly, you're going to know that I have gone through my own set of struggles and wins with figuring out how to manage things and also how to use best practices and effective strategies to live and work online. I want to encourage you today to take good care of yourself as an online educator. Are you able to take care of your own personal well-being while you're working online? The important message today is to develop a self-care plan and to implement it. If you think about how we like to light the torch of other people through our teaching efforts and further their flame and their ability to contribute to the world beyond just the class we're teaching, we can't really light the flame of another person if ours has gone out. That's a big message. I mean, when you think about it and you think about kindling your own flame on a regular basis, what is it we do to do that? Is it to read books? Is it to connect with people? Or is there a lot more to this that is part of our self-care and our personal well-being? The message I'd like to share with you today is that it's okay to create a purposeful strategy to do this. It's not selfish at all. In fact, it's necessary. This is a method to take care of your flame, to keep it burning bright, and to be able to continue sharing it for years and years to come. We're going to talk about morning routines, options that you might choose there, breaks that you can implement throughout the workday, and a plan for ending your day. So let's begin first with the morning routine. What do you do when you first wake up and you're thinking about a day of online work and online teaching? Do you get up and get ready to go and go straight to your teaching? Do you have some other routines that you like to implement? In my own work, I used to get ready for the work day and then launch right into my online teaching. And then I would do something else, probably drive to work and teach my full-time job. And then I would check into my online teaching at lunch after that job was over in the afternoon before going home, and then again in the evening. It kind of followed me everywhere because part-time work tends to do that, especially if it's virtual. If you're like me, it's great to plan a set of routines so that you can get certain things done during your time very planfully, very intentionally, 
and also follow up on those unplanned things, like the many questions students have or unexpected interruptions to your day. A morning routine might include things that you care most about. For example, if you care about getting exercise or eating healthy or taking care of your physical self, those things could be part of your morning routine. If you're a person who likes to go for a walk or a jog in the morning, it's a great idea to put on some inspiring music, something that's going to give you energy, help you feel great about your day to come, and give you that mindset to start the day right. If you don't really prefer music in your walking or running or whatever routine you might have, perhaps you want to listen to an audiobook. There are a wide variety of choices out there. You could always be entertained by fiction. You could listen to historical fiction or nonfiction, or even self-help and self-improvement. That happens to be my category of choice. I'm always choosing some kind of book about how to do something in a new, different, or better way. But that might not be your choice, and that's perfectly fine. Whatever you'd like to listen to in the morning as you're getting ready for your online work of the day, that's going to set you up for success and set the tone for the day ahead. If you are thinking about eating healthy as well, you can stop and take a little time for your meal and feed yourself something nutritious that's going to give you the energy that you need and plan what you're going to have later in the day, like for your lunch break and for your different breaks throughout the day. Whatever your morning routine is, you want to give yourself many options. Those could be in the physical, spiritual, emotional, social, and creative realms. You might think about what kinds of things get your day started well and how to get moving with some kind of intention. Of course, the best thing about establishing some kind of repetitive morning routine that you can do in your online work is that your brain is going to latch onto this. Think about the idea of getting dressed for work and walking into the workplace. As you walk into an office, a classroom, or any place like that, your subconscious brain is noticing that you're here physically and it's time to get started. Just like you get yourself ready and you go to a workplace, when you're working virtually or online, you need some kind of routine that signals to the brain, it's starting time, it's go time, we're going to get to work now. And it helps you to really get focused and to get in the mood to start. The next idea of taking good care of yourself is about the breaks you take throughout the day. When you give yourself a break, it literally is a break state for your brain. It stops this constant churn of the thoughts that you're having, whether they are about grading or teaching or interacting with students or following up on different projects. Whatever it is, when you take a solid break and you give your brain a break and really stop all of that thinking, you're going to be able to get back to it with a fresh start. Planning several breaks throughout your workday will help you to have a solid thinking break, change your state of mind, and come back. So think about, will you get up and leave the room? Will you talk to someone on the phone? Will you turn on a television program for a short time, watch something on YouTube, listen to some music, take some exercise break, do something creative? Whatever it is, the best kind of break is something that rejuvenates you, refreshes you, and is a totally different kind of task than what you're doing. If you give your subconscious brain a break and your conscious brain as well, by really focusing on a totally different type of activity, you're going to really be able to let go of the stress as well as whatever you're stuck on. Breaks throughout the day should include some kind of water, nutrition, 
If you bring something in and you help yourself have the energy you need to just keep going physically, you're going to also be able to endure your online routine all the more. Lastly, think about your end of day routines. What do you want to do to signal to yourself that it's time to stop working? We all know that working online isn't anytime, anywhere sport. <laughs> we, can, we can literally do our online teaching on the weekend, every single day of the week, early morning, late at night. It doesn't really matter. And because of this, it's easy to never feel like it's really ended for the day. Think about what kind of routine would actually signal for yourself that you are closed for business, you're no longer teaching for that day, and you're fresh and ready to go for something else. Think about what kind of visual input you're going to need to have an end-of-day routine. What do you need to see? Is it shutting your computer down fully and closing it and putting it aside? Is it changing to a different room? Is it that you get up and visually put on a different set of clothing? Maybe take off the work clothes and put on the casual clothes, even if you're still at home. Whatever it is, a visual component can be really powerful to help give yourself that signal that, yes, my workday is over. You can also think about what kind of things you're going to say to yourself. Maybe you take a moment to reflect on what went well from your online teaching and your online work for the day and what could be improved. When you think about what went well, it's even more effective when you take stock of why it went well, especially your role in it. The more you can find different things that you did that had a positive effect in your work, the better. You're going to be able to feel that it has more meaning for you, and you're going to start noticing your impact, both on the work you're trying to accomplish and on the people who you are teaching and interacting with. So think about what went well and why it went well in terms of what you say to yourself at the end of the day as part of your end-of-day routine. Also think about writing something down as a written reflection. Even if you just list the one, two, or three major things that you got done that day, when you write them down, over time you start to notice that you're making major strides and you're really accomplishing a lot. If you get a note from a student or a positive comment, you can even consider writing that down in your end-of-day reflection. So we're thinking about the visual cues, and we're also thinking about the auditory or written cues. And then the other thing will be the kinesthetic cues. What would you like to feel, whether it's physical movement, like a little exercise of some kind, maybe you're going to take a nap, get some rest, or you're going to actually connect with your emotions and feel something like a response to the day. Maybe you're going to feel excited that work is over for the day or relaxed because work is over for the day. Some people turn on the evening news and for them, that's the signal that I'm done with my work day and now I'm moving on to some other kind of activity. Whatever it is for you, consider intentionally implementing end of day routines that close off your online work day. Whatever you can do to avoid complaining about the past or about troubles throughout the day, but instead reframing those as opportunities to strategize for the future when you might bump into similar obstacles, those things are going to help you reframe setbacks in a positive way and also aim for continuous improvement throughout your day, throughout your week, and throughout your teaching career. Online education, of course, as I continue to mention in these podcasts, is an isolating venture. But the more we reflect on it, the more we connect what we're doing with the impact we're having, and also 
consider our personal well-being and continue to fuel our own fire, light that flame of inspiration within ourselves, the more we have to give to others. I hope that this coming week you'll consider how you're taking care of yourself in your online teaching routine and what you might do for intentional morning routines, taking breaks throughout the day intentionally, and also considering purposeful and intentional end-of-day routines. These things are going to help us all throughout our online education careers and throughout the daily work of being an online educator. And with that, I wish you all the best in your online teaching this week. This is Dr. Bethany Hansen, your host for the Online Teaching Lounge podcast. To share comments and requests for future episodes, please visit bethanyhansen.com forward slash request. Best wishes this coming week in your online teaching journey. For more information about our university, visit us at study at apu.com. APU, American Public University.